Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We got Hickey and McKeon and John Fass. I love that guy. He's doing the updates. They're all Mets fans back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. The amazing Mets changing the culture. They didn't sell the farm, and could they end up making the playoffs? Uh, We'll talk some baseball in a moment. I heard Jody Mack uh, about 30 minutes ago discussing that Field of Dreams game. I love the idea. I'm serious. And I think the reason it's the White Sox and the Yankees I don't have all the particulars, but my guess is is that the White Sox will give up a home date a little bit easier than the Cubs giving up a home date. And the barnstorming is what built baseball. I'll deliver a huge opinion that these major league teams, what, the ones in contention are selling out, right? The big boys, the Dodgers, the Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox, right? Indians are red hot right now, twins, and the Indians are going to go down maybe to the final week in September, why not barnstorm? Why not go to your minor league cities, take four games, your your four highest levels, AAA, AA, high A, low A, and do what you used to do. They, they used to be exhibition games, but play a real game in your minor league cities. Play a real game. Four games a year. That's it. A service to your fans, a service to those cities, a service to that area. Why not? Barnstorming. You know, that getting creative. You know, the NFL is talking about possibly playing regular season games in college stadiums. Why not? Now look at soccer, right? Napoli and Barcelona playing at the big house in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Do it. They get caught up in such a structure that's corporate and their stadium and everything is turnkey. No. Go barnstorm. Do it. College football will go anywhere if there's somebody willing to pay money. Right? NFL will go to London. They'll go to Mexico City. Baseball will go to Tokyo. No, no. Go to your bases. The areas who support you, who watch you, who buy your gear. Go do it. And the Field of Dreams thing is cool. I don't think you can do it twice in a cornfield in Iowa. You do it once. You played the Major League game. But now think, okay, haven't they, Hickey, have they done a Major League game in Williamsport or was that an exhibition? Like Little League World Series one year. Didn't they do a game? Yes, that counted, regular season. Yeah, exactly. See, those things that I like. They should, they should be doing a game every year to start the Little League World Series. Whatever the day before is, and all the qualifying, and I lose track, whatever launches the Little League World Series should be a Major League Baseball game because that is the ultimate dream of all those kids. I love that idea. Baseball is just so, you know, 
the Field of Dreams thing surprised me because these guys sit in their Manhattan office and they don't think about anything. They're not creative. Baseball is a dying sport right now at the major league level. I know people in Houston or the Cubs or the Brewers, you know, okay, half, you know, you're in a wild card race, the Braves are playing great baseball, right? I, I get that. Okay, Rays just keep doing it every year, Oakland. But you can't have, you know, you you have these cities that are dead and empty, and they can't wait for college or pro football to start. Barnstorm, do it. Go go play a, a regular season game in Birmingham, Alabama, so our friends from Jocks FM could pump it up. Go, yeah, it's going to be a 10,000-seat AA stadium in some locales. Go do it. Barnstorm. Baseball better watch out. It's not now. It, it may be 10 years. It may be 15, 20. I don't know in my lifetime. I know I'm 57 and I look like I'm 27. And I don't like to brag. But that sport as a league. NBA has its stars. It has its drama, right? NFL has, oh my lord, I I love Ken Carmen who was on earlier uh, out of Cleveland. And the Antonio Brown from frostbitten feet to now he wants to wear a helmet he wore in Little League football. I think it's a diversion. I was talking with McKeon and Hickey, and we'll get to this later. Is it made-up storylines for hard knocks? Because I will tell you, I love that series. Episode one was a snoozer. A snoozer. Boring. How can John Gruden, Antonio Brown... You know, Richie Incognito, who wasn't incognito. Vontez Berfick, how the Raiders, how can you have a boring hour if you're HBO? And it was, I'm like, okay, I fell asleep. And then I had to watch the end the next day. I fell asleep. It's hard knocks. You know, with the preseason football starting, you're just all jacked up, and you're like, oh, I just need football. I need football. I need it now. It was boring. So then, you know, Antonio Brown's feet looks like my feet after I'm wearing my flops for two straight weeks in the summer, and I go to the pedicure, and everybody's talking in a foreign language because nobody wants to work on my feet. No one wants to go near Tozilla. <laughs> They shave my feet with that. I, I get pedicure seriously during the summer when I'm wearing flops and you know playing a lot of golf. It's a good thing, guys. All right, you can sit there, your phone, take care of business. And you're getting your feet rubbed. Okay, I'm not. It's a spa. It's not a. You're not doing anything crazy. But when they shave my feet, it looks like your mom was peeling potatoes back in the day when you were in seventh grade. <laughs> And they never talk English around me because they talk, and I know they're talking about my feet, and I get paranoid. They're shaving that thing, and I look like I'm at the reptile exhibit at the zoo, and a snake is losing its skin. When I saw Antonio Brown's Instagram photo of his feet from the the cold chamber, whatever it is, and he's in it too long, how do you not wear the protective socks? Whatever. It's kind of like I said with McKeon. He probably goes to a Long Island tan shop. He's going out to the Hamptons and Jersey Shore. He's going to do something 
He hasn't tanned at all because he's been locked inside the CBS Sports Radio facility. And you fall asleep in the tanning bed, and he comes out looking like Larry the Lobster because little Vicky was only supposed to put him in to start for 10 minutes on the first visit, and he did like 60. And by the time he gets home, he can't move. <laughs> oh. Antonio Brown's feet now to the helmet. Hi. Is it a diversion for frostbitten feet? The NFL will play along with diversions. Hello, Deflategate and Tom Brady and inflated or deflated footballs. Because I'm like, this is too crazy. So it's it's frostbitten feet for Antonio Brown, the Raiders wide receiver. And now it's a helmet issue where if he can't wear that helmet, he's not going to play? Have you ever heard about a special helmet during all his days with the Steelers? You ever hear about a special helmet? Don't you think in all the interviews, and this guy has been front and center on TV, in all the interviews everywhere that if there was a special helmet, he would have mentioned it before? It's. I'll, I'll say this right now. A. Snoozeville on Hard Knocks Episode 1. B. Derek Carr is in great shape, but I can just tell you right now, with those personalities that John Gruden and the Raiders, and with Mike Mayock, their GM, are going nowhere. Do not put them on that list. Aren't they going to be 10 and 6? They're going to come back. They're going to be 10 and 6. No. Not happening. And between Antonio Brown, and I heard Ken Carmen earlier today when I was driving to golf, and he said, well, maybe he just doesn't want to play. And I'm like, no, I... I don't I don't think it's about not wanting to play. I think he knows his feet are messed up. Frostbitten. Was it Gatlin, the Olympic sprinter, said it took months. He did the same thing, didn't wear the right foot protective gear in one of those chambers, cold chambers, and it was months for him to come back. And maybe it's his frustration and now the helmet and an arbitrator. And I'm like, come on. Is that a NFL and HBO? Again, HBO, I think, is based right in Manhattan. Are they coming up with storylines? Because now you're going to want to watch it. Because the first episode stunk. It did. I'm, I'm expecting drama. You know, there's that one little line with Antonio Brown. His kids are cute. And where's Ben Roethlisberger? His kids don't even know what team he's on, which is awesome, because kids can humble you in a second. I don't think he's going off the deep end. I don't think because of the frostbitten feet and this helmet issue that we really don't know all the details about, I'm not going to put Antonio Brown going down Terrell Owens' path. I don't think he's lost favor of anybody. I think you have a dude who's freaking out that if he has frostbitten feet, it could be months as Gatlin, the Olympic sprinter, said for him to come back and play, and he just signed that big deal? He's a hard worker? I'm not going to put it. What has he done? He hasn't gone off the deep end. Yeah, he, he got a little star power going with the Steelers at the end. Power played them. But I don't think he's done anything to uh, – maybe in Pittsburgh you, you despise him for those of you listening – 
uh, 93.7 FM, but I, I'm not going to put them in the category of being moronic yet. I'm not going to do that. I just think if you find out that because you've overdid it in a cold chamber and you have frostbitten feet and you are a precision route runner whose speed helps you separate from linebackers or corners who are trying to lock you down and you find out your feet are frostbitten, we've seen the photos, you're hoping a month earliest, two months, I don't know, three months? And then the helmet issue, you have a favorite helmet? I That seems strange, out of nowhere. Just like it, it seemed like a planted story. So we'll deliver huge opinions on that. I want yours. You can join us, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's one 855 Two one two four two two seven. I also deliver a huge opinion on Colin Kaepernick, and you're seeing some backup quarterbacks get signed right now. People watch their preseason; they're like, "Uh oh, this guy can't do it." We've had him in our OTAs, our camp, and I'll tell you why I think Colin Kaepernick hasn't been signed in this last go around, going back to spring to where we are now, and it has nothing to do with protesting the anthem. Or law enforcement. Huge opinion on that. And like I said, you want to join us? 1 855 212 4227. That's 1 855 212 for CBS. At Saturday, Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. We have Hickey and McKeon, two talented producers back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass. Just had a pedicure, the 15-minute pedicure they get in the CBS Sports Radio Spa in Manhattan. Uh, He'll join us with an update here in about eight minutes. Uh, First huge question of the night. Does what's going on, and this is really, I, I think people who are Steelers fans, you can't answer it. Because it bothers you how Antonio Brown ended his run with Big Ben and the Steelers. I don't have an issue with everything going on. Frostbitten feet where you overdid it, you fell asleep in a cold chamber, a helmet that you're saying you want to play in or you're not going to play. I, the hard knocks, all the timing of all this. I, I don't have major issues with what he's doing. Do you? one 855 cbs That's 1-855-212-4227. I also get into this Bryson DeChambeau and this slow play in golf, and it was brought up during the British Open or the Open. <laughs> the Open, excuse me, it's the Open. Uh, with I think it was J.B. Holmes, right? Brooks Kepka. These guys got to speed it up. You and I, if McKeon or John Fass or Hickey or myself, and I went golfing earlier today here in Michigan. If we're slow, a ranger comes up and says, move it along. You know the drill. If there's an open hole beyond you, the ranger will warn you the first time. Second time, he will tell you, let the people play through. Or you use your golf etiquette and let them play through. 
The video at the Northern Trust Open on the FedEx chase by DeChambeau, I don't know if guys are just panicking or if they do it to bother who they're playing with because they don't like them. There's some history. They have a 40-second shot clock, basically. I'm not saying to put them on all, you know, people at the golf. I'm Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Uh, just behind the azaleas at Augusta, look at the new 40-second shot clock that was installed. No, but they have officials who walk with every group. They do. So you get a warning first, like Rory McIlroy said today. I think I read something at CBSSports.com. You get a warning. First time, second time, you should, you know, like he said, you throw it in the water, you know what you're going to get, right? You're going to get a penalty stroke and bring it out, and you're going to hit from the entry point. Start this with these guys. Now, the one thing about slow play in golf is that, you know, if it's a CBS television tournament, they can just go to another guy in the course who's hitting a shot. Now, if it was match play and you get slow play, that drives me nuts when you're watching it on TV. They can just cut away, but... You know, these guys read putts. Okay, if you've ever played in a PGA Pro-Am, and I know everybody hasn't, and I'm not talking, I'm the Mac Daddy, okay? But they have caddies who have read, walked those greens. They have books and yardage books every day on yardage and points on the green. They get these printed booklets. If you can't look, I personally feel in golf that if I overread a putt, I have no chance. I played today. I made like three 30-footers. I'm not lying. Got a feel. Saw a couple guys putt in front of me, and I said, here we go. And, you know, I, I find if I overread it, like I'm, I'm in a scramble with Nick Carlson, who just finished up his career at the University of Michigan. He finished what a semifinalist in the U.S. Amateur a few years ago, and now he's going to do the mini-tour thing, and, try and make one of the PGA feeder tours. Good kid, best wedge player I've ever seen. He maintains he's the best wedge player in the world. He just needs to get his driver and his putter working, and he has a shot to win on the PGA Tour. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Palmer, Woods, or Nicholas. He has a shot. But we were scrambling, and we all talked and said, we're not going to overread these pots. And I think we were 19 under. We didn't overread it. We just went and for you, everybody goes and you read it and and you learn off, you know, four guys scramble and you learn off of it. That DeChambeau, he bugs me anyways. He does. And J.B. Holmes, it was ridiculous in Northern Ireland what he was doing. And I saw something with Webb Simpson that he cracked the driver. He had to use it to finish out play. That'd be like cracking your bat, saying in baseball you had to use the cracked bat. Why is it in some sports in America that are so big, or worldwide, like golf, they have some of the most ridiculous rules? You crack a driver head, you're allowed to carry extras. Not to put on in play to adjust your shape or shot if you have an equipment issue. And it cracks, not because you whacked it on a tree or you're mad and you hit the ground because you blew one to the right. 
I think I should be the PGA commissioner, but they do a pretty good job. They really do. PGA events, if you've been to them, they're awesome. The rules guys, and I, I got a good friend, Mark Wilson, who's a PGA rules official. You've seen him on CBS television. He lives in West Michigan, works for the Ferris State University PGA golf management program. And I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'm going to give him a call. Because this slow play, do what McElroy said. You get the warning. Hey, Bryson DeChambeau, you're slow. Pick it up. Second time, it's a shot. Then they come back to you again, it's another shot. Penalty. Penalties are defined in golf. You know, okay, there's the white stakes. Even though with your friends you got the foot wedge, all of a sudden you're paling. That's about it. I think golf's in a pretty good spot right now. Even with Tiger withdrawing at the Northern Trust Open, I there's so many good young golfers. And then there's that second wave of guys who are like Ricky Fowler around 30 and Spieth, Justin Thomas, and now there's even a younger wave. And we get some old school, and you got Kepka or DJ who was on today. But start enforcing the slow play rule. They need to do that on the LPGA Tour as well. If we play slow at a public course or if you're a member at a course, you get pushed or you have to let people go through with the open hole rule in front of you. You do. Slow play in golf drives me nuts. Have, have you been behind that group? Whether it's a charity scramble or something, and the guy will take 10 practice swings, look at his, then go change his club, and then I'll just pipe up like, come on. And then he looks at me, and all of a sudden I feel like it's Game of Thrones, the golf version. Here we go. We'll get to our huge questions of the night. We have a long ways to go. Three and a half hours before Zach Gelb takes the airwaves over all across North America. You can join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227 at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. We'll roll with our first two questions. The storylines involving Antonio Brown, do they bother you? They don't bother me. Do they bother you? And does slow play in golf, either on the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, or you playing with friends or in a golf league, does it bother you? I want you to be honest. 1-855-212-4CBS. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America like we are each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. First two questions of the night. Does the Antonio Brown headlines bother you? They don't bother me. I'm not sure what's real news and what's fake news when it comes to AB. You can answer that question. And then slow play in golf. Does it bother you on the PGA Tour when you're watching, either in person or on TV, LPGA Tour, or when you're playing golf? with your buddies, whether it's in your group or the group in front of you. PGA Tour needs to start dishing out strokes, and those guys will pick it up in a hurry. Same thing with the LPGA Tour. You can join us live, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. 
And a reminder from our friends at the CBS Sports Television Network, tomorrow night at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, the toughest sport on dirt takes the stage in Oklahoma for the Express Ranches Classic. The Unleash the Beast series continues on CBS Sports Network. I also deliver a huge opinion on Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't want to be a backup. That's why he's never signed. He doesn't want to be a backup. Because you look at the backup quarterbacks right now in the NFL, they stink. He won his case, settled back in March. Puts out the video, 889 days without a job. Well, why don't you put out that video back in March? Everybody has their rosters. I find the timing of that video right before the season to kind of keep the Colin Kaepernick storyline going. If he really wanted to play, I think that video would have been put out right after he won his settlement. And as I said on my statewide show in Michigan, if the politics are left outside the facility door and he wants to protest on his own time, which is his right in America, then the Lions, I'd welcome him. I think they signed Josh Johnson, who's with his like 31st NFL team. I said, if there's no politics, I'd take him as a backup to Matt Stafford right now in Detroit in a heartbeat. And you watch how pathetic the Lions looked. I love this in preseason. Oh, it's all a preseason, man. It doesn't matter. Well, then it mattered to the Patriots as they put 31 up. It mattered to Mahomes, who looked good tonight for the Chiefs. It matters to the Cowboys and the Niners who are getting after it. Granted, you may not have all your starters, but you see some passion like the Browns. Uh, but then you get these, I hate Bad teams that keep making excuses and fan bases will buy them. Buy the excuses. Follow blindly. And I'm not saying you have to pile on. But if you're a 6-10 and 10 team like the Lions last year and you open up with a new offensive coordinator, Bevel, who they uh, brought in when he was on the beach after being the coordinator in Seattle, and you give a dog performance like that, oh, it's preseason, man, we didn't play the start. Yeah, you played some starters. Oh, there's some bright spots. Oh, my Lord. And some of the media members who just kiss the rears of coaches and organizations because they hope they can get extra nachos at the media buffet. I watch the teams that are thinking about winning this year, and that's what I look for. Not wins and losses, but are they prepared? Because you have an offseason with OTAs, with workouts, with video, with the highest of the highest when it comes to everything connected to football, and you look like you're poorly coached. Well, it's only an exhibition game. It doesn't matter. No, then you're sending a message, okay? Yeah, Matt Patricia, the same guy that wasn't prepared for Sam Darnold, the rookie, and the Jets to open up his first game as head coach of the Lions. Well, they went 6-10. and 10. That defense was 10th. Uh, why? Uh, because you're up in games and teams don't want to give out the playbook because they got a tougher team the next week? Oh, the, the spin factory of excuses. And some people who are buying that the Lions are going to be 11-5, and five, those are only people in Michigan, not nationally. They've been picked at the bottom of the NFC North. And I'm watching Mahomes right now in some of the 
NFL Network highlights. That dude comes to play. I don't care if it's preseason, regular season. It's why he's the second best player in the league and mo- most exciting in my mind. Brady's still the best. At the age of 72, still quarterback in uh, the Patriots. I can tell when a football team, NBA team, college basketball team, baseball team, when they're ready to play. And that's on the manager, that's on the coaches, that's on the staff. Okay? When you are ready to play. Preseason game or not preseason game, your system should be strong enough to have productivity, especially against the other team's twos and threes. Yeah, this uh, Matt Patricia trying to act like he's Bill Belichick. Are you kidding me? You were 6-10 and ten in year one. 9-7 and seven back-to-back years wasn't good enough for Jim Caldwell. He was shown the door. You're Bob Quinn, the Lions GM, and you look at the quick flip by the Bears... I think the Packers have upgraded their roster dramatically. And the Vikings, are, their window is closing, but they gave Kirk Cousins $30 million. Will he take him to the next level? Lions are the fourth-best team in the NFC North. And people rip me on my statewide show. Oh, you're a hater. I'm like, Matt Stafford's going into year 11. Why are you thinking it's going to get better? Oh, they drafted T.J. Hawkinson. Look how good he looks in training camp. Oh, really? Okay. I said, talk to me when the Lions play Kyler Murray in Arizona on September 8th out in the desert. How prepared that team looks and how they execute. And if they don't come out of Arizona with a win for the second straight year of the Matt Patricia regime, show them the door. Well, you got to give him a chance. Yeah, you got the new offense with Daryl Bevel. I the excuses, and I've done this twenty-seven years, and I've worked in Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Austin, Texas, Chicago. I've done a national show on ESPN Game Night, filling in for the fabulous Sports Babe, and doing CBS Sports Radio, and fans who make excuses, my number one pet peeve. That. And people who say, I look like I'm 57. Oh, wait a minute. Another pet peeve. Slow golfers and people who rip me because I like to wear flat bill hats. And for some reason in America, they say they're this unwritten rule that if you're old, you can't wear a flat bill cap. I got to bend it like I'm Farmer John down at the fruit market. I also got a note from Sean Mraz, who is one of the great producers in American radio sports history, or sports radio history. He produces the DA show, which is heard weekday mornings on the CBS Sports Radio Network. He's filling in for Zach Gelb tonight. It is not Zach Gelb from 2 a.m. Eastern till 6 a.m. Eastern. Sean dropped me a note on the CBS Sports Radio inner office mobile app, and it says, uh, Dear Bill, I know we have never formally talked, but my name is Sean Mraz. I'm a highly talented radio producer and on-air host on the CBS Sports Radio network. I would appreciate 
if you would never make the mistake again of not promoting the fact that I am taking time away from my family and my friends on a Saturday night to deliver my huge opinions on Antonio Brown, the NFL, the amazing Mets, and more. Thank you. No need to reply. If you want to reply, reply to my assistant, Bobby Chicklets, at Chicklets, at CBS Sports. Wow. I didn't realize that was... That bad of a mix-up. It's my bad, Mraz. I I apologize. Won't happen again. People are sensitive at CBS Sports Radio. Very sensitive. Now let's go to Todd in Cleveland. Listening on 92.3 FM here on the Saturday Night Hield Show. Yo, Bill. Hey, man. I'm listening and watching the, um, the information go by the screen about Antonio Brown, and my answer to the question is, nah, man, I ain't bothered by it. And if I was ownership of the Raiders, I wouldn't be bothered by it either. The position would be this, and I know this, I believe this myself. The three most important things in the entertainment business are the maximization of profit, imagery, and a distant third, there is no fourth, is quality of product. And if I'm ownership and I'm a strong contributor to the reason that you're rich and you're compromising my profit by this type of behavior, I just send them a short note. This is the equipment, and if you don't want to play, please please submit the appropriate paperwork and be on your way and give me my money back. Yeah, that's a, and give them, yeah, give them that money back. I, that's when all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I think this helmet uh, feels pretty good. I, I, think it, I think guys want to miss training camp, uh, and thanks for the call. Todd in Cleveland listening on 92.3 FM. I think some veterans, you see he had his kids there, at least in the Hard Knocks first episode, and these guys want to miss it. And he's got legitimate, you know, the, the pictures of the feet, and you've watched him work out, and uh, that the possible frostbite, whatever the reports say from the cold chamber that you lay in to help heal and your muscles and you know, these guys' recovery is the biggest thing. And that's why when guys get busted for PEDs, usually it's not to get stronger, faster. It's more for recovery from the injuries when you're playing at that level. But Antonio Brown, you know, he he did go squirrely at the end. That may be an understatement in the exit with the Steelers. And now everybody's talking about all pro football talk for now. It looks like the Bills, Browns, and others were lucky to not land Antonio Brown. The Browns didn't need him because they got the gift of Christmas from the Giants with Odell Beckham Jr. and Landry. And they got Baker, who signed an autograph. Someone called him off the field, and he's there with military members in uniform, and he would not leave until he signed every autograph and took a photo. He gets it. And I, it's, and see, hard knocks, the reason I do like hard knocks with the team they're featuring, I usually get a pretty good vibe right away on how that team's going to do. And I said it last year on the Saturday Night Huge Show here on CBS Sports Radio that I thought Cleveland immediately, you know, 
Nothing against Tyrod Taylor, but Baker Mayfield has it. It. And also the story of Brown's kick returner, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, after he returned that kick. This is a guy that was homeless, sleeping on a beach, and the entire Browns team ran down to the end zone. That's goosebump stuff to me. It is. And that's a sign of culture and the change in Cleveland where the Browns were at the bottom of the barrel, rock bottom. That's a culture change, man. And for everybody in Michigan who says preseason games don't matter, go ask the Cleveland Browns when Damon Sheehy Giuseppe took the rock and made the Browns run spontaneous coaches. It looked like something that just put the Browns into the Super Bowl. That 86-yard punt return, meaningless 30-10 to 10 preseason win over the Redskins on Thursday night. And that photo of all the players mobbing him says something about culture change. And for those of you wondering, can the Browns with the personalities... And the egos, can they keep it together? Well, you need a quarterback who works the sidelines and works the field like Baker Mayfield. And you need the spontaneity of a meaningless preseason game that happened at the 3.05 mark of the fourth quarter. That, to me, is a snapshot of where the Browns are and where they're going. Does it mean they're going to win the Super Bowl this year? That may be asking too much. But I think they're a playoff team, and I'll just start there. You want to join in on the conversation? One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, and also like us on Facebook. Search Saturday Night Huge Show. We're the only show based on huge opinions, yours and mine. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.